Hey, welcome back to Take Me to Your Theater. We are going to be talking some movies, recommendations, and all that good stuff. You guys know the deal. I'm here with Victor, Matt, and Tyler. Say what's up, guys. What's up? What's up, guys? What's going on? Feels good to be back. Yeah, once again. It does, it does. I'm glad to be here. We just enjoyed a nice meal together, a nice lunch. Nice nice little dine-in meal. Yeah. It's one of the first times that we were all able probably to sit inside of a restaurant in a long I'm not time. Sure very, yeah, I've never even had lunch with you guys before, so it was very weird, but it was very nice. thought it was super tasty, very flavorful. Those garlic breadsticks were pretty good. Oh, you guys yeah, like those? Yeah, those garlic are very good. We all, ha- we all tried those, right? The yeah. cheesy, mm-hmm. cheesy garlic twists. Yeah, definitely yeah. worth trying. Or the, not garlic, those were the cheesy pesto. But I noticed yeah. not all of you guys pesto. were team marinara for the dipping on those. You guys were doing ranch. Some of yeah, you, huh? yeah. Interesting. I'm a sauce guy. I'll go either way. Marinara, ranch, doesn't matter. Just throw it on. I've never been a dip my pizza in ranch kind of person. I, I've, well, there for the longest time, I didn't even eat pizza, but I, uh, yeah, ranch is the go-to. Yeah, I never ate it until I started working at Mountain Mike's, and then I, they have much better ranch than everywhere else, apparently. Yeah, so. But people would always ask yeah, for, like, buckets of... Exactly. <laughs> like, like we, used I, to, we used to send out, like, Pepsi cups full yeah. of ranch. Oh, that my we'd, God. Like, dip. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but your ranch you is delicious. Give them a straw with it? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, really good. Um, I'm a big pizza fan, and I would give it... Uh, Four and a half out of five for the pizza. Nice. It was delicious. What was the kind of pizza you got? So uh, Tyler and I shared a uh, chicken. There's the chicken pesto. Yeah, chicken pesto. Was there anything else on it? I think it was, no, I think it was just uh, chicken and like, uh, it was like a nice creamy pesto sauce. Then I I think there was a vegan cheese on it as well. Yeah, yeah, it's vegan. Well, it's all vegan, so it's, you know. Um, The cheese, uh... I could tell it was vegan cheese. It's very hard to replicate cheese, but I think for it being vegan cheese, I thought it tasted pretty good. Yeah, and I, I think with their sauce, it helped kind of yeah. offset that for it mm-hmm. being vegan cheese. And, you know, you, you can tell, but it wasn't I, – I think if you didn't know, you wouldn't oh, wouldn't have thought about it. That's what Alex was saying about his pizza. Want to talk about what you had? Yeah, that's what I was saying about mine. I had the uh, steak fajita uh, pizza and it was what it was it was plant-based meat um but it was like a taco basically it had green sauce on it um some onions some bell peppers and some fresh to cut tomatoes if you would have handed it to me and told me that it was prepared outside at the taquisa or something like that i would have believed you it was so good you know if you want to get the traditional pizza pepperonis and whatnot i'll be meat-free pepperonis and stuff but um yeah go ahead and try out all their other flavors i know matt got uh i got the buffalo yeah you got the buffalo, buffalo one. one we were team spicy on this one mine was yeah. a little spicy that was yours yeah mine was uh could have been spicier but it, i mean it's standard buffalo yeah, okay you know? yeah so yeah if you're in the Modesto area check it out 3440 McHenry avenue what you guys I don't rate even your think slices? you said the, the name of the place <laughs> oh it's pizzeria halt where would you guys rate your slices i, I said 4.5 out of 5 i'd go a 4 out of 5 I'm there with you on on it because we we had the same thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was very good. I'm going five out of five. Ooh. Yeah, I I did have a slice of uh, yeah. Alex's. And as and far it was as like very good, the bread sticks. Those are oh, like yeah. top tier bread sticks. A lot yeah. of places that will give you a little, a little pricey on the on the sticks, but oh, yeah, I think were... the price is there. Yeah. I mean, you get I would I think we got like eight of them though, right? Yeah. 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 So oh, very well. good, very it's tasty. The, it's the kind of place where you're gonna want to go back and try, like, you know, 
Like I want to try what Alex got the fajita yeah. pizza. That thing looked real good. It was really good. The, the like sauce the that they had on it was very good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely worth checking out if you're in the area. But um, Victor, what's going on with you other than reviewing pizza places? Other than reviewing pizza places, which is like my full time gig, everyone knows that. Um, just been I've been catching up on some more movies recently. Uh, Raya. Just came out on Disney Plus for free. I was waiting on that one. I almost paid for it a couple of times, but I was like, yeah, I'll just wait for it to be available for free. Have any of you guys seen that one yet? No, not yet. Yeah, so just watched that one, and it was it was pretty good. It wasn't, like, amazing, or it was just, it was very good, and the animation was very clean. Everyone did great with their voice performance. The story was pretty, pretty okay. Um... I don't know, it just like it didn't blow me away, but it was very good. I think I gave it a three and a half stars out of five on Letterboxd. It was pretty cool. And been back to the movie theaters a couple times. Uh, went and saw A Quiet Place Part 2. That was great. And I watched something else in theaters recently too. I don't remember what it was, but it's probably not a good sign if I've already forgot what it was. Um, What else has been in theaters recently? I'm trying to remember what. It could we have got been Cruella right now. Cruella, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it was. We just uh, watched Cruella. Mm-hmm. How'd, how'd you like that one? It was very fun. I liked it a lot. Um, it's very silly. Um, it's, it's, it is sort of like a prequel to 101 Dalmatians, but it's also its own story in a way. I said it was very similar to Joker in that Joker is like a prequel to like the whole Batman story, but it's also taking its own liberties and. It's its own unique story. So that's sort of what they did with Cruella. So, yeah. That's all, that's all I've been up to lately. Just uh, catching up on movies and, you know. I saw Quiet Place 2 as well. I uh, really liked it. <laughs> I, I really liked it. I thought, I like how they're, it, it's one of the first movies that I've seen in a theater, um, you know, in the last couple years where I was like, this is inspired by Spielberg. Like, this is a, like they're bringing back the big monster movies, you know. Like, felt kind of like, um, felt kind of like War of the Worlds ish, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, also liked how they mixed in a lot of zombie tropes to the to the thing. Like it felt very, uh, it felt very kind of like Last of Us too. Oh, uh, I got that vibe too. Yeah, and like, um, there's a there's another movie that I watched. Um, a couple months back called The Domestics, where it's, you know, a similar idea. Everyone in America, you know, dies except for a few, a select few, and they start to form, like, like tribes or, like, gangs, you know, and that that was kind of a similar idea that they uh, used in Quiet Place, too, that I, I really liked. Um, other movies that I saw in theaters, uh, the first one since coming back from the pandemic was King Kong vs. Godzilla. I saw an IMAX, and that was, you know, awesome. Um, the mo- movie was okay, but the experience was awesome. Um, and then I saw Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, which is kind of like a John Wick kind of movie. That one was fun. Um, not as good as John Wick, but... So we're not going to get four Nobody sequels? We're probably going to get a Nobody sequel. I have a feeling we will, how it set it up. Um, And then I watched um, Spiral with Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. um, And Samuel L. Jackson. They were there with me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
No, but they it was a uh, it was okay. It 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 was more like I I was expecting it to be more mystery kind of like cop thriller, and it was that. But it also had like the very you know typical saw you know scenes in it. The traps. The traps, but also how it was filmed. You know how there's like all these crazy jump. Cuts oh yeah. That's a very like, like early two thousands trope, yeah, but they they kept that in there, and it and I personally thought it fit. Chris Rock was probably the best part of the movie, and probably the only part that I actually kind of liked. <laughs> uh, other than that, it it was just it's kind of a letdown, really, mm. kind of, a little bit disappointing. But um, it was good to see Chris Rock in a serious role after True Detective. So, what about you guys? What have you been up to? I just been streaming a lot of stuff. Uh, I did see. I think I mentioned it on the last episode, but I went to the state theater to watch Promising Young Woman. Oh yeah, and saw that uh, too. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you were there. I saw you there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was a fun movie. I I really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, I you know based off the reviews, I I kind of had a feeling I was going to enjoy it, but from my initial like uh, viewing of the trailer. It didn't seem like something that was going to blow me away, and not that it did, you know, blow me away, but uh, it had a lot of fantastic acting in it, and it was just a, I thought it was a pretty well put together movie. It's, you know, it's got a, it's got a nice plot. It wraps it up nicely at the end, and you don't feel like, you know, there's really anything missing from it. Um, um, but yeah, I've just been streaming a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, anime and. Uh, yeah, just just a variety of like animation movies. But I watched uh, Earwig and the Witch, which was the uh, Studio Ghibli movie where they kind of took a weird turn on their uh, animation style. And I don't know too much about it, but I think they partnered with a different company to do that. Um, but I, I think it was fine, uh, the animation. It wasn't spectacular. It's not, you know, Pixar or Disney, you know, quality. Um, but... It was uh, it was a cute little story. I thought it was fun, fun little movie. A lot of people just seem to be hating on it because of the change in animation. Um, but if you take the story for what it is, it's a it's a fun little movie. Um, I watched uh, this other anime movie called Ride Your Wave. Uh, I think it's a newer one, uh, 2019, and that is a pretty depressing movie. Uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to say too much without giving it away, but basically. Um, you know, boy and a girl, they're young, they fall in love. Uh, and then, yeah, something happens to him. And so she starts seeing him in water whenever she sings this song that they used to sing together. And it's them still, it's like the story of like, can you still love somebody after they're gone? Uh, and it's, it's really sad. It, (laughs) it rips your heart out right at the end. Uh, and yeah, it was, I had to think about that for a while. It was it was an emotional movie, uh, and then I watched Weathering with You. Um, Great one. Yeah, it's fantastic. I had seen. Uh, it's the same director for Your Name, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so I had seen Your Name, and I've been seeing Weathering uh, with You for a while, just through different streaming services. So finally pulled the trigger on that one, and uh, I loved it. I thought it was a great story. It was well put together. Um, it's just interesting the you know the decisions people make for themselves versus like the bigger uh, world of things, but also you know how these small actions make big consequences. But just that you know, it's 
it's your life, you know, you should do what's right for you kind of a thing. But I mean, it's got bigger themes than that, but, uh, it was a, yeah, it was a fun story. Um, I really enjoyed it. And then, uh, another movie that I had watched was a silent voice. Have any of you seen, seen that one? one yeah. yeah. It's called a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one's called uh, a silent voice. And, uh, the story is about, um, you know, it starts off, there's a young boy who's just kind of a troublemaker in school. He's the bad kid. And then there's a new student that comes in uh, who she's... Um, she's deaf. Yeah, she's deaf. Uh, I don't think she's fully deaf, but she's, you know, she has hearing aids, I think, to help slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, you know, for all intents and purposes, she, she's deaf. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, he's kind of bullying her through school and at a certain point, you know, he rips her, uh, uh, hearing aids out and her ears start bleeding. And then everybody kind of turns on him. Everyone thinks it's funny until that point. And then, uh, you know, it's, it kind of cuts to him older and, uh, you know, he's trying to make things right with her and, you know, show that he's not that person anymore, but also, you know, from that point on the table kind of got turned and he was the one that wasn't included in anything anymore. And he was the one getting picked on and he was the one that, you know, was getting his uh, backpack thrown into the water fountain or whatever it was. So it, the tables kind of flipped and uh, you know, it turned against him and it was him kind of trying to get his redemption uh, through befriending her and becoming, you know, a better person to her. Uh, but it was, it was a great story. I, th- I think it was, I don't know how long it is, but it's, it's a pretty long movie, but, uh, I gave, I think I gave that one a, a four out of five stars. It was very, it was very well done. Um, yeah, it's a good one. What about you, Alex? So I got a few things. Um, I've kind of made the habit of watching. I wake up super early, um, with my, with my daughter and we'll watch, uh, whatever is leaving HBO. So I've been kind of browsing whatever's leaving and surprisingly it's a lot of stuff that I didn't see when I was younger that I was always kind of told myself, Oh, like, Oh, I'll watch this one day being like the matrix and other things, you know, whatever, whatever else is on there. But, um, I, I've been, so I've been doing that. I've been catching up on a lot of stuff and like learning about, um, the early two thousands movies <laughs> and to late nineties stuff that I kind of wanted to watch, but I was too little to watch at the time. And, um, I have recently too been more, um, into like food documentaries for whatever reason. Um, and just food shows to begin with. I've watched, um, I started watching young guns season of hell's kitchen because a new one just came out. And um, I wanted to see kind of what that was all about because I had seen the Hell's Kitchen um, before the more recent one. And I was super into it. And I think MasterChef is starting up soon. So or if it hasn't started already. But um, so I whatever reason, I just been like this big food fascination re- recently. And um, also that has put me on to um, this podcast that I had been um, checking out. And it's. On, from the History Channel, it is a TV show, and I was put on to this by my uh, brother-in-law, Stephen. So shout out to Stephen. Thank you for putting me on to the Food That Built America podcast. You guys know anything about that? <laughs> no. no. So each episode kind of... Is about McDonald's? <laughs> oh, there is a McDonald's <laughs> episode. So you, yeah, you know me, and I love like the food history. Um, and they, there's episodes such as Henry Hines and... Um, 
there are is like uh, CW Post and um, just like you know all these heavy hitters in like your grocery store, the ketchups, the, the cereals, the this and that. And for me, I don't know what it is, but I always like like to know how these things got started. Why are they better than other brands? How did they get their point across when other people um, were just you know trying? So what makes these people special? And there's just tons of stuff. There's uh, you know the the brothers that made Domino's and the brothers that made Pizza Hut and the Domino's brothers, the the um the Monahan, the, the Monahans and the Carnegies or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just like super fascinated with that, and that kind of put me recently into watching some more um, documentaries on Hulu. I watched uh, this documentary called The Donut King. Um, super interesting about it's um. This, this guy comes over, you know, uh, to escaping the Cambodian genocide and kind of becomes like this big um, player in like this donut industry that otherwise wasn't as booming as it was. And then more recently today, I watched, started watching one. I think it's called In Search of uh, the, the Search for General So, so General So, you know, like mm-hmm. the General yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicken. So like this chicken is probably on every menu in America, but who does it come from? Like, does anybody off the top of your head know about general? So like, why is it called this? Whatever. Doesn't it just feel like a weird, like placeholder of a name to be like, Oh, Mm -hmm. that's, that's definitely Chinese. I gotta. Yeah. So this one kind of goes into that of, of its origins. Who is the person that it's named after and why did it become such a big cultural thing in America? Um, why is it on every menu? And why do we know what it is by just a name? It's not a description. Yeah. It's just a name. So that's so what I've been watching. Does it come from a general? Yeah, I guess you're going to have to watch it. It's on Hulu. <laughs> um, both of those are on Hulu. The Donut King and um, the General So. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I saw your review for a Donut King, and then I added it to my watch list. So yeah, it was, yeah, that's a good documentary. Yeah, Donut King was super interesting. Um, but also su- very sad. So, um, but both of those are on Hulu. Will it make me hungry for donuts, or is it? Yeah, just- immediately. Okay. Yeah, I paused it, mm-hmm. and luckily, and I live <laughs> next to uh, a really great donut place in Modesto, so I was able to um, walk over there and grab some donuts, <laughs> come right back, enjoy some donuts and coffee, and uh, in in uh, in honor of this uh, this man. Would you, you know. Would you recommend? <laughs> picking up some donuts before you start playing i recommend picking up some donuts before maybe even after but the way i did it it just kind of like it i i think i did you pause yeah i paused it and i kind of let it soak you know yeah i I let it soak like the glaze on top of it i didn't let it absorb too much but just hard hardened enough (laughs) for me to get my opinions um and then i just you know took it in it was a nice beautiful breezy morning sunny and just walked back and just you know knocked it out I, I suggest Very though get, get yourself like a, a dozen or you know a baker's dozen <laughs> or something. Get that Does extra it have to be one like in there. Specific uh, flavors. No, but if you're if you're trying to eat like me, um, Alex from Take Me to Your Theater, you got to get the um, the bear the bear claw. You got to get three maple three uh, original three glaze. I don't. Um, if you have a wife, you should get something for her because she. Um, very important and i um also you know just a couple you never know who's gonna hang over to your house so you throw in a, you can never go wrong with the old-fashioned maybe a chocolate okay yeah thanks for the advice yeah no problem <laughs> <laughs> all right so um we could start uh this part of the show where everybody's favorite um 
where we call it rapid fire reviews. This is a part of the show where we all open up our Letterbox accounts. Letterbox is a movie sharing app available on the App Store. Um, it's a great way to connect with people watching movies and sharing movies, and this is how we connect with each other and a lot of the people that are our friends on the internet. I swear, mom, they're real friends. Um, <laughs> And we get we get together. We like each other's reviews, and we just kind of are all in, in immersed in this uh, film community. So what we do here is we each pick a recently added letterbox review, um, and then we uh, call upon that person to learn more about it. And as always, we're gonna start off with Victor, and he's gonna be picking a movie for Matt. Okay. So Matt, I'm gonna go look at your letterbox here. And uh, so your your letterbox name is just dude. Just you got dude. that? D-D-W-D. That's a sick username. No one else had that. Huh? That's my dog's name. Well, he's Dewey. <laughs> all right, all right. You I've seen you've been uh, a lot of horror. Um, I saw your review for Cottage Country. Terrible movie. Don't watch it. So <laughs> why don't you take a few seconds to explain why what was so terrible about it? Let okay. the people know. All right. It's so going to be exactly... Alex is going to time you, so... Well, what did I say about it? On I mean, you're going you're gonna to be timed. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, gotta know, I don't want to repeat what I said on my litter box, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do it anyway. Ready? Uh, you have exactly... How long should we give them? We did what? What would make you feel more pressured? 30 seconds or 60 seconds? I think we want you to panic a little bit. Let's do 45. Okay. (laughs) 45. 45 seconds. Yeah, 45 seconds. Um, Go ahead and talk about, just uh, say the name and where you can watch it. Okay, so it's Cottage Country. I believe I watched it on Amazon Prime. And and it's not a movie that you should be watching because it's (laughs) boring. Um, It's not, it's a, so it's a horror comedy starring, um, Malin Ackerman, who I recognized from Couples Retreat, which was an equally bad movie, um, and Taylor Labine, who is from, um, oh, what is that, Tucker and Dale? Versus Evil, yeah. Yeah, Versus Evil, yeah. which is a very good movie. So I watched it thinking that it was going to be really good because of him, thinking, it's a, oh, it's a horror comedy with, with Taylor Labine, and it. it's going to be similar to that. It is not scary. It is not funny. And it is not really a whole, it's, n- it's nothing really. It's not, it's not worth spending your time on. Okay. Usually we uh, talk about movies we like, but I saw the, <laughs> <laughs> you give it, you give it pretty low, a pretty low review. So well, I, just, I don't I'm remember just what I, what, so what I gave about. it, but I'm sure I said something similar on <clears throat> my letterbox. Well, you sold me on not watching it. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay, Matt, now it's your turn to pull up. Yeah. Tyler's list. And you're gonna pick a movie for him to talk about. Did you feel very pressured there, Matt? I did. I don't want to pick any of the ones that I don't want to pick any of the ones that Tyler just talked about. So let's see. We could though. If you have no other options. Tyler's ready. He's like, which one is he going to say? So I just <laughs> click on it. Well, I got my diary ready. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, I think I'm ready. I think I got mine. All right. So, Tyler, you gave Army of the Dead two and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> okay, Tyler. Name the name of your movie and where to watch it. Yeah, so I watched uh, Army of the Dead, and I did watch that on Netflix. Go ahead. All right, yeah, and so I I don't know if anybody else noticed this when watching this, but after I had watched this movie, I spent probably 30 minutes trying to troubleshoot my TV for dead pixels. It turns out that's a part of the movie. There's specific spots on the screen that'll just go white. And it I, I swear, I, I thought I had dead pixels, and then it wasn't until, like, a couple of days later, I'd starting to, to see articles where people were freaking out because they thought their TV started to have dead pixels. Anyways, <laughs> that was something that really bugged me about it. But uh, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I, I did like it. I gave it two and a half just because I think a lot of the choices they made were kind of weird. There was a lot of sheen, scenes where they're, it, it was just, it was like the aperture was wide open. and <laughs> All right, well, that's it. <laughs> dead pixels in a movie about dead people, huh? Yeah. It's just a lot of blurry scenes. How does how does dead pixels get past the like quality control? I, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, there was there was quite a few scenes where I would see them, very specifically. It was like really standing out because yeah. there's a black scene and there's just a little white speck on my TV <laughs> and it almost like fluttered around. Like it would be there, and then it would like the camera or I don't know. That's weird. I remember during Wonder the new Wonder Woman movie. There's scenes where you could see the green screen on Kristen Wiig glasses. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that pa- like? Wow. Aren't you supposed to have like someone you know painstakingly going through each and every scene to catch everything? Because they were like, it, they already paid for it. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, Just whatever. <laughs> we'll fix it by the time it comes out to the DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, give me a good one. Escalators, escalators, escalators. Eels. <laughs> oh, you changed. What is your name on there now? You like to change your username and your profile picture a lot. I've yeah, noticed, I do. Um, no, my name is consistently Schmalix, um, S-H-M-L-A-E-X-S, um, consistently on um, Instagram and on Letterboxd. But recently I just changed like the display name to uh, A-L-X and a little space, 1138. And why did you change it to that? Just uh, because of my recent watch on here, which I've seen parts of before, but I never really sat down and fully watched it because I think it's leaving um, HBO Max. It is THX 1138, the first film by George Lucas. You could talk about that one. Yeah. You could talk about that one. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the movie I was gonna pick for you was THX eleven thirty eight. Nice. What did you? How many stars did you give it? Uh, it looks like you gave it a three star review. <laughs> and you will find out soon enough why. <laughs> um. So, forty five seconds. So, the film I'm talking about today is THX eleven thirty eight. And it can be seen on HBO Max for a limited time. So this movie, um, I'll be honest, it's layers upon layers of symbolism, alphanumeric gibberish, and societal oppression that I probably will never fully understand. But um, like the reason I would like to talk about this movie and that I did give it a three 
um, star rating is because of just like how great it was and a little bit behind the scenes stories and stuff of it is like a lot of it was filmed in parking garages I think in like the Bay Area and to give it like this weird futuristic look it's just a really strange story it is George Lucas's first um, actual feature length um, movie and um, it just it kind of just gave Star Wars and everything its start and he's from Modesto and if he's making stuff like this you know it just makes me proud to be from Modesto as well so that's why. All right. And I believe that's leaving fairly soon. So if is you that a full movie? And is that a full movie? It, it's a, a full movie. Film? It's um I want to say it's a really short runtime, but it's um eighty six minutes. Mm. Yeah, so okay. it's longer than a short, but a little bit shorter than a movie. So you gave that a three stars. So mm -hmm. three stars for you isn't necessarily a bad movie, right? No, three stars for me is like the average. That's like right in the middle where it could have been a lot better, but it could have been a lot worse. And it's just like right right in the sweet spot. Um, usually for me, mine are like the really bad movies are like the half star, one star, obviously. But even like two and a half stars is bad. But the three three is where it's like, it's good. See, I, I for at least for myself, I think like two and a half for me is like, I, I could have still really like that movie but i think once you start to get to like two stars and lower if you're rating out of five then it's kind of like okay it wasn't that great yeah mm -hmm. it had its moments but it wasn't great overall and i think for me two and a half is like overall it's enjoyable but it's not great yeah, yeah you can see you can you may like it but you can yeah. see the and i, I the think issues. like yeah and two two and a half stars for me is like i could still easily recommend it for somebody but just manage your expectations yeah definitely and that's why like the three stars is a little bit you know you're still leaving those two to the right of it where it could use some improvement yeah. and then yeah. you know yeah kind of like a not one, every movie one and a half get, yeah not every movie can get yeah. four and five stars. but what about your perfect movie like is there any perfect movies for a long time i was like not being able to let myself rate anything unless it was like my all-time favorite mm -hmm. five stars i think they're, they're, out, there. they're, they're I th out there i think they're i've rated movie. like the thing five stars uh the john carpenter movie mm -hmm. yeah. um yeah that's the only one that i could think of yeah so you're kind of like on the same yeah yeah i could be like a topic for like yeah. a whole other day but there's definitely movies I think, and it's like it's a yeah. personal thing too, where there's like nothing you could change or add to. Yeah, it and make it well, better. I think for me, like a five-star movie, it's dependent on like a lot of different things. It's like what's the genre, who are the mm -hmm. actors, who, how are they playing it, and so I think there's yeah. a lot that plays into it because the movie, I don't know, it could have some some little I don't know if you'd want to call them flaws or things that you might do different, but I think it could still be a five-star movie in its own way, but. Mm -hmm. I think it's just dependent on the person. So the movie I'm going to pick for Mr. Vicky Marmar on Letterboxd is, That's me. <laughs> is um, Bo Burnham Inside. And we'll just oh. let that roll into a full-on discussion because I know, like, I think a few yeah. of us have something to say about that one. But um, okay. just go ahead and title and where you can watch it. So I'm going to be talking about Bo Burnham's Inside, a new comedy special or just a movie that is streaming on Netflix and just came out recently. So I'm going to start off by saying I was never like a huge Bo Burnham fan. There's, I've seen all the specials before and 
I thought there some of them were really clever and funny. Some of the songs were catchy, but I never thought it was amazing. His last one that he put out, Make Happy, was probably his best one. It because he he opened up a lot more and it got more about mental health, which I thought was really cool. He's getting more introspective and inside is that tenfold. It's it's almost a very depressing view of someone's mind where they're just stuck in a room that are and he's just trying to put together this special and the the inside is pretty much about making a comedy special which was it's it's genius in that that's that's all I have yeah. to, that's all I have time to say. <laughs> I'm sorry but how about we all talk about it you yeah know? we can all talk about it have we all seen it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sweet yeah so like yeah you know i just i i've seen his stuff i've some of it i thought was funny some of it i thought i think his voice sometimes can be a little obnoxious to me um but yeah like i said i i I became more of a fan with his last special he put out and then i liked his movie he directed and he was great Mm and promising young woman and yeah um i think i gave it four and a half out of five stars on letterboxd because i thought it was phenomenal how he combined the idea of making a special with making a special which I've, i've never seen anything like that before yeah yeah yeah, it was like super well done. What everything you'd expect from Bo Burnham, um, like like he said, um, just like amplified. Um, he he delivers. I think his just the only thing with this one was that his songs weren't as catchy as like some of the other ones or as entertaining. But it was definitely like eventful. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, they meant more. Yeah, too. and yeah just with and then like the visuals and stuff i think he's grown to as like a director all the shots and everything will be for being able to do it from from an actual movie to filming a little movie into his house mm-hmm. with like it looked like it's just kind of like a sony camera huh? yeah and it was uh uh was it lumix uh, it looked like yeah but it looked like it's just like the sony yeah it Ace. Is, yeah what, what's the one that you had the, the like a six thousand yeah the a seven that's what it looked like yeah but yeah, it it just, yeah, quality was amazing. It that like blew my expectations out of the water because when I heard it was just gonna be like a quarantine comedy special. That's I expected because a lot of the media we've been getting with like interviews and stuff with like actors has been just over Zoom with like glitchy mm-hmm. screens and stuff like that. So I was ready for it to be something to that effect, but it was yeah. full on cinematic. The lighting was great for what he had to work with. I thought. That's as good as you could get it to be. Yeah, I because I've I've always been a big fan of Bo Burnham. Uh, I mean, he had his little, uh, or I say little, but he had his internet fame, and that's where I kind of first heard about him. Mm-hmm. And then he started to get into movies. I think the first movie I saw with him, there was one called uh, I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it was like Adventures in the Sin Bin or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen that. No. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, if I remember, I think it was kind of a dumb little. Uh, is what would you? It's what you would expect for like, the kind of movie from like mid late two thousands where it's just like they're yeah. you know high schoolers and they're all just yeah. you know kids trying to get laid at the party and you know it's so it's like one of those kind of dumb movies if I'm remembering it right. Um, <laughs> it might have a little bit different of a plot, but it it seemed like that kind of a movie from what I remember. But I think that came out quite some time ago. Um, but he had uh, what was that? He did that show. Zach Stone's gonna yeah. be famous. Yeah, I like that show. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It had a lot of its uh, little hits, and I, I'm starting to see a lot of clips from that come back. Like you'll see, really? uh, you'll see clips on uh, you see TikTok. The, you see the Hell's Kitchen one? 
I oh my gosh, that's, the, that's one of the funniest scenes in TV. That, yeah. that scene is just... Andy, little brother, come in. It's okay, I'll come back later. What are you, brother, what are you talking about? Come in. No, really, it can wait. Andy, seriously, come in. Get out of my kitchen, mate! Get the out of you little You, you don't know what I've been through. Zach, language. Born and raised in London. Sweeping chimneys, cooking on cobblestone, mate. You don't know me. Get out of my kitchen. Bet you didn't think I had that. I remember watching it when that episode came yeah. out, and I was like, That was on MTV, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was. But I, I remember like showing my friends that just that scene. I was like, yeah. You have to watch the show. It's, I swear. So, it's so funny. But yeah, I. I I think it was either on Instagram or TikTok or something, but it was like Zach Stone predicted TikTok, and it was like he was in the car with somebody, <laughs> and they skip a song. He's like, "What you skipping?" And she was like, "Oh, I only like that part of the song." And then he was like, "Oh my God, you're a genius!" And he jumps out of the car and runs <laughs> away. So he just starts writing songs that are like 10, 20 seconds long, and he's like, "Think about it. People wanted these big orchestras, and then they want." Two minute songs. Now people are only listening to the best part of the song. He's like, I'm <laughs> writing just that, the best part of the song. And so it was it was funny. They're, you know, talking about like, oh, Zach's doing He's always very forward thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, outside of him, but yeah, you know, and he, he directed uh, Eighth Grade, which if you haven't seen that, it's a fantastic movie um, with, uh, if, I think her name's Elsie Fisher, uh, who had actually just graduated eighth grade when they started recording that or started filming that movie so uh she's the right age she's the right mentality and i'm sure she had a lot of like you know saying some of those kinds of things as well but uh that was a fantastic movie but for inside uh it was amazing i I, you know blew my expectations out of the water initially i gave it four and a half stars and then i just kept thinking about it throughout the day and just little things here and there where i was like wow you know i just it really just blew me away. So I ended up giving it a five-star uh, review. But I, th- I think a lot of that comes from his camera work. The cinematography mm-hmm. on it is is uh, it's it's really well done. But uh, I think the best thing about it is it's all filmed within one room, but there's moments where you almost forget that. The way he's done his lighting and the projection work, it really feels like he's on a set somewhere. Um, but it was, uh, you know, it's obviously all filmed within one confined space, but he really does a great job of making you feel like his, it's, a, it's a broader set overall. Uh, and I, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's funny, and I think it's just as thoughtful as it is funny with, uh, you know, if you've watched any uh, long-form interviews with him, uh, he's obviously struggled with depression and anxiety, and uh, you know he used to have panic attacks while he was on stage performing. And I think something like this, and then also like you know he's been doing a lot of other things to make himself uh, better mentally, or um, you know whatever journey he's going through with that kind of a struggle. But I think this is him kind of just coming out and saying like, you know, <clears throat> I'm 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 back. Maybe he's not a hundred percent, but he's uh, you know he's doing well, and I think he conveyed that while still showing the struggles that he's had. But it was uh, it was very well put together. Yeah, like uh, what Victor mentioned earlier about how we've been in during the pandemic, we've been seeing all these 
uh, like big shows where they have to go and film it inside the, like film it inside their own home, like, you know, Colbert or like, um, all these late night shows. And what it, what it's taught me is that these guys don't have, don't have anywhere near the skill that these YouTubers have. Like these YouTubers are doing it better by themselves and it's showing that the the big guys um without their teams they're not as you know creative or whatever and it and bo burnham has showed showed this because you know he start like got a start on youtube and it, it really like you know that mentality shines through in this special like he he's not just making some thing from home where he sets up a camera in front of his desk yeah he's making like a real a real you know a like real a real project, production a real yeah. production a real movie where um and just everything uh, like it, the it, editing the yeah yeah and I, I don't see very many people in the industry like in the film industry being able to do that yeah i see i see more youtubers are going to be able to are going to be doing that kind of thing and i also feel like this is going to be setting some groundwork for a lot of how specials are going to be in the future and how um not just specials just movies in general like people are going to be like oh i can keep an audience's attention for a whole hour while staying in my room and netflix is going to look at that and be like we want that you know yeah. <laughs> we we want as much content for as little as we can so yeah. Um, I just I feel like he's really setting a setting a mark for the future. Yeah, he's really thought of everything in these things too. Because even one of the songs is like, "Am I just on in the background? Are you really paying attention?" <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's yeah. like, uh, "What is he?" he says something like, "You're looking at your phone yeah. while you're listening to this." And yeah, it's, he's kind of just covered all the bases. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows what's what is attracting, and it's yeah, it's really just like. Uh, amazing to see and also um, I saw this thing on TikTok where it talks about some of the framework that he does and one of his song I think it's like it's projected it says like sex 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 whatever like oh behind yeah him. the sexting yeah. sexting yeah the sexting one and the very corner this is the only time he shows his uh, AC unit and says set to 69 degrees yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just the smart things like that is what like make us love Bo Burnham and just um, the talent and stuff that he has for just like these little subtleties, which is very similar to like the LeBron James things, like <laughs> in uh, eighth grade. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, just like in the back, it's just very subtle, and it was just one of the funniest parts of the movie. So, yeah. I, I will say this: I the uh, song about turning thirty really hit home. Oh and yeah, kind of got a little depressed on that. But. Yeah, and we we all <laughs> grew up with Bo Burnham too. Yeah, like, yeah he's like the same age as us. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and he turned 30 next year, but still. But like, and, but that. he got famous while we were in high school and stuff. You know, like he was, he was big while I was like riding on the bus and things yeah, and like I that, and, so. and I'm sure that has a lot to do with, uh, you know, his panic attacks and anxiety because I, I can't his perspective. Yeah, I couldn't imagine like just being some you know young kid a creative and then you blow up and then next thing you know you're performing on stages and you're acting and doing interviews with jerry seinfeld and exactly yeah getting getting shamling and oh uh, yeah well, he's playing that piano. One. yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah, that was that's uh, a wild. Isn't Mark Maron just totally dis dis uh, disregard him? He's just like that guy's not that great. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just a gimmick but, or whatever. Yeah, but but uh, once he played the song, um, 
I forget what song he played. Uh, I think he plays uh, the artist song. Oh, artist dead. Artist dead. Yeah, yeah, he played artist dead. But it was funny because in that interview, because he's given it just right back to him. You know, like they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, take him down. Like, oh, he's the young kid here. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he's just like taking them down at the same level. Because I think it was like. You know, he starts to talk about some absurdist comic who used to wear a black sock on his hand. And Mark Maron's like, see, I already don't like it. Like it. And Bo's like, all right, then it's a white sock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, he's ripping on them and he's like just as, as snappy with it, you know? And yeah. uh, it's, uh, he's very, he's very creative. He's very, he's very funny too. Yeah. I was going to say too, at an early age too, he was, uh, I think he had that role in Funny People, right? With like huge oh, stars, yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen uh, and yeah. Adam Sandler, role, but yeah. But you know, being exposed to he was in Promising Young Woman. Oh yeah, see, I, I hadn't seen Promising Young Woman yet, but I was trying to think what other things I had seen him in. But he's 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 got a pretty successful career so far, and it's just like and, sad yeah, to see. I mean, that, he's yeah, he's such, such like a talented person. It just can be like hurting, all around too, but also be used using it for good so hey i mean he's he's musically talented he's he's really funny he's you know like i said earlier he's just as thoughtful as he is funny with a lot of the work that he does and then just his talent with uh, producing directing you know he directed a movie he's acted in movies he's a musician he sings he i mean he does everything yeah. and he does it well any favorite uh songs from this this special I like the internet one. The, the yeah, internet, the yeah, one the internet was say. one was good, and uh, I think that's the only one right now you can catch on his uh, his YouTube page. Yeah, he right posted now. that one. Yeah, yeah, so you can catch the one on his his YouTube page. I thought the uh, white woman's Instagram was pretty funny. <laughs> that one's blowing yeah, up on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> but that one's pretty funny because you know you you can listen and watch that, and there's very specific people who will like immediately come to your mind when you're seeing yeah, yeah that's a lot of his different things, and you're just yeah. like, okay, yeah, it's it's all it's all relatable, it's all funny, um, but yeah, it was great. I just I like the. Um the feeling like shit one. <laughs> it's just a really funky, like nice beat. And he's like, feeling like shit. <laughs> feeling like absolute shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have a favorite one, Matt? I was going to say the internet one for sure. Yeah. That one in the, the way the world works. Those are both. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. favorite. What about any previous Bo Burnham songs? Anything that special, t- like stands out to you? The, um, I don't know what, it, I don't remember what it's called, but the hungry, hungry hippo one. Oh, um, uh, how do, man, I can't think of how it goes now. Um, you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what song yeah. you're talking about. I can't think of like the, the, uh, all I remember right now is the hunger, hunger hippo part. Yeah. But he just, you know, adds that into a song and it's funny. <laughs> Like onomatopoeia. But anytime like I think about Bo Burnham, I think about that um, Chipotle Kanye West rap. Oh yeah, I think it was at the end of Make Happy, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think so. <laughs> He's like, I shouldn't got the lettuce if I knew it wouldn't fit. I shouldn't <laughs> got the lettuce if I knew it wouldn't fit. I remember that one. Now, yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite that I can name off the top of my head because I, like I said, like I watched the specials and stuff, but I never had the songs on my iPod or anything, you know, I never like went back and listened to them as much. See, I, I have, well, cause you know, I've commuted for so long and every, every now and then, and not like very often, but 
every now and then I'd put on like a comedy special or something just to listen mm-hmm. to. And then, uh, his would kind of pop up on my Spotify and I would be like, Oh, I'll listen to that again. And I think it, I think it's make happy that doesn't do as well as in an audio format. Cause it's a very showy, uh, performance, but, uh, like words, words, words. And, uh, you know, they, they do well just cause obviously they're all songs, but yeah, the song I was thinking of was ironic from word. Oh words, words. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely all recommend Bo Burnham's Inside. I give it four and a half. You gave it five, Tyler? Yeah, like I said, initially I gave it four and a half, but it's the kind of thing that's like you start thinking about the very specific parts and then certain shots and, you know, just start, you know, you think about how it was all done over the course of months and then the progression of it too. I mean, you you watch him when he's got like a fairly clean face and by the end he's just scraggly because he hasn't, you know, cleaned up through the the whole thing, but uh, it's yeah, it's just everything just starts clicking together, and then I was like, I, I had to go back and change it to a five star after <laughs> kind of letting it sit for a while. So, did you guys all give it five stars? I got, okay, I gave it four and a half. I gave it four and a half also. So there's nice. five between. So yeah, us. go check it out. If you have <laughs> I, got, I got half a star. He's got the other half. So <laughs> yeah, go check it out if you're listening. We all highly yeah. recommend it. But I do that a lot too, where I'll I'll let a movie sit and I mm-hmm. either like raise it half a star or I lower it half a star depending yeah. on like how much I'm thinking about it. Or yeah. Like, like sometimes I'll like the more I like promising young woman. I remember I I lowered it because mm. I was like like the like during the movie I was like man this is such a good movie and then I I personally didn't like the ending like oh, no. at all. Um, like the very ending what happens at the climax i'm fine oh, with okay. but what happens at the very end i was like you you just ruined the movie for me so <laughs> like i i when i first rated it i gave it my initial thing where i was like oh, i'll just forget about the ending but then as i'm thinking about it later on in the day i'm like man like <laughs> the ending's so important like you you can't like just mess up an ending like that and just think i'm gonna be cool with it man (laughs) i've been more inclined to to rate things higher lately for some reason too i don't know if it's just because i'm getting older and i just like have less things to get annoyed about or i don't know but Mm -hmm. i feel like i've been a little more generous with the way i rate things lately but i also feel that way too like after i rate something i was like "Mm, i don't know if it deserves that like half star maybe it's more (laughs) of a three star movie yeah I, i don't i never like go back to change it but i feel you on that it's funny the way it like lingers in your mind. Yeah. Like you don't feel satisfied until you've changed it. Mm-hmm. And then there's some yeah. people I follow. They, they don't leave star ratings. They just put like, they watched yeah, it. I, I can't stand yeah. that. It annoys me so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've made it my mission now, no matter what it is, whether it's two words, a joke, whatever. Um, I will rate and review everything. So if you want to follow me and always have something to look forward to, I will always re- like review something. doesn't matter what it is. And uh, Letterbox sponsor us because we uh, we yeah. use you uh, way send too us, much. Send us some t-shirts or something. Yeah, send me a hat. So <laughs> yeah, and I've been I've been like sharing like my Letterbox things on Instagram on my stories and stuff yeah. too. So mm-hmm. yeah, more people need to log on to Letterbox, make an account. It's free. And uh, let's we talk want, about some movies. They're, they're starting. We want to get, see what you're watching. Yeah, yeah they're they're starting to get more series on there too. I, Mm-hmm. I know initially they were against putting on like, uh, you know, like you can find, uh, like I think I saw somebody put in their favorites was like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 
and uh, I didn't I didn't know they had like actual series on there. So I don't know if they're changing their format to where you could also put like TV series on there or not. Well, um, but I've started to see a lot more TV series as well as like shows. Yeah. Because I think like uh, the Captain America Winter Soldiers on there, the WandaVision is oh, yeah, on yeah. there, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of other things like that. That initial like you know, maybe a couple months ago wouldn't have been on there. Mm-hmm. So I think they're changing their format a little bit and letting those kinds of things in as well. So they're broadening it and uh, yeah. they're starting to make little communities on there. And uh, that'd yeah. be nice to see, you know, especially I first was um, came across that with uh, the Mandalorian. I wanted yeah. immediately to yeah. like a write, write a little couple reviews for the Mandalorian for uh, people that cared other than the three other people that are sitting in this room. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't there at the time. And then when WandaVision came out, I think I started doing some stuff with the WandaVision stuff. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool to see. I like the format the way it is. But if there is like some subsection categories, a lot like um, Stamp, it's like another app that yeah. doesn't isn't as great because it's too confusing and too there's too much going on. It's not like the clean, sleek design of Letterboxd. Yeah, they uh, have a great app. They mm-hmm. have a great web browser it's yeah yeah all right we're, uh, we're gonna take a slight break and we'll be right back how are you feeling do you like the show are you tired of it never mind i don't want to know are you finding it boring too fast too slow I'm asking, but don't answer, cause I don't wanna know. Do I have your attention? Yes or no? I bet I guess the answer, but I don't wanna know. Am I all in the background? Are you on your phone? I'd ask you what you're watching, but I don't wanna know. Is there We're talking about a uh, Fast and the Furious on our break. <laughs> we're like, we need to talk about this on the pod. Yeah, we're we're gonna Even talk about like some of the some of the new stuff, um, the new segment that probably won't be relevant by the next time you hear it. Um, I, one of the first things we did want to talk about was uh, Tyler had talked about um, this new trailer for is it a Disney animated movie? I believe it's a Disney animation. I think um, it's a 20th century. Oh, well, it 20, is Disney now, right? Yeah, they, so it they purchased it, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. If it's a 20th century animation, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a movie called Ron's Gone Wrong, and I think they just yesterday, uh, well, yesterday at the time of recording, had dropped the trailer because I brought it up to you guys, and none of you had ever heard of it, which I I hadn't until I saw the trailer, but um, I don't think too many people are really talking about this one. Doesn't seem like, but um, it looked interesting. It's a yeah, it just looks like a typical kind of like Disney animation style, but uh, it's this young boy, and from the trailer, basically, there's these uh, robots that all the kids are getting. It looks like the next uh, hot new entertainment item. Looks like it's your your phone, your email, it's like your, Flipsy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like everything. You know, it it does everything, follows you around. It's your little buddy. It's your entertainment system. It's your phone, whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, he, uh, you know, his dad gets him one for a late birthday present and his is 
pretty defective and it's fallen apart and it doesn't remember his name and it uh you know it's not following the standard protocol for one of those and it doesn't look particularly amazing but the trailer uh i don't know i think i'll definitely watch it uh it looks interesting but it just looks like one of those feel-good disney animation movies where by the end everybody you know loves each other and mm-hmm. you feel good about it you could and, use a little bit of love right now yeah yeah <laughs> it, just, it just looks like a kind of standard feel-good disney animation yeah that's a, i was watching the trailer and i said it looked a lot like the iDog oh, of the yeah, early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. Oh, those were so high tech. You could plug in your iPod into them. Yeah, and yeah. They the dance, little, right? uh, not really facial expressions, but the, the <laughs> dots <laughs> would light up, yeah. and then the ears would, like, would yeah. the ears would flip and do little things. I think yeah. my cousin had one of those. It was like the next generation Furby, like all those like oh yeah little the, robot toys. That, yeah. My bit of news flash was um, this thing that I thought was a joke, but it's not. Um, for the premiere of Loki on Disney Plus, uh, Loki Charms. Mm. <laughs> Have you guys that. seen these? <laughs> no, yes. I saw that. No, I haven't. It seen is. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's just it's uh, the Leprechaun guy in a Loki costume, and um, <laughs> they were they were on pre order and they sold out like within like seconds, obviously online. Um, I think that was today, but. Does the um, leprechaun have a name? Uh, Lucky. Lucky. His name's Lucky. Lucky. Mm-hmm. When's the last time we got a really good serial movie crossover um, like that? Uh, I guess it's not a movie, well, it's a TV show. But it's I, bought, I bought those Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> it has to be on Disney Plus. And it just tasted like the Lucky show, Charms. So The show has to be on Disney Plus for it to get a cereal. Yeah, I'm trying to think even the last time that I bought a cereal connected to a movie. Nothing's coming to mind right now. I'm sure. I, I think like for kids movies, they're always like. I think there was a, like a Detective Pikachu one. <laughs> I remember like whenever the Trolls movie came out, there was like Trolls cereal. Oh, really? Because we had some in the house. For some yeah, movie. I've noticed like now instead of like having a a movie take on an already established brand, they just release a cereal based off of the movie, like Troll cereal. Or something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have to do a, cool. we'll have to do an episode of our favorite movie foods. Yeah. <laughs> our favorite movie branded foods. Talk about the Shrek Burger King crossover. <laughs> With the green <laughs> ketchup. Yeah. 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 Rugrats. Don't, don't ever say green ketchup. To me. <laughs> well, I remember the, the Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, the purple the, one. The, purple one the Rugrats thing they did. Do you guys remember the scratch and sniffs? Yeah. The Rugrats Gone Wild. <laughs> yeah. Rugrats yeah, Gone Wild. The, the, the number would flash on the screen yeah. and then you scratch and sniff There was like a peanut it. butter. There was like. Of the banana. Yeah. Dang, yeah, they need to bring that back. The scratch yeah. and sniff. That was a, yeah. that was a genius. <laughs> Scratches. They were ahead of their time. The DVD had them too. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they got it on DVD as well. Yeah. Remember when they used to give out 3D glasses with those with movies? Yeah. Uh, Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, I was baby. gonna say Spy Kids 3D. Yep. <laughs> I want to say even uh, Transformers had a trans. I had a Transformers one one time that was like a Transformer case. I think it folded into Me- uh, Megatron. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but we're getting <laughs> off topic here, Victor. Share um, your, some share movie your news that I saw. Uh, this is just something that recently came out. Um, I'm not super psyched on Indiana Jones 5. I don't know. I saw a behind-the-scenes photo of Harrison Ford in his Indiana Jones costume. He just looks miserable. Yeah. I know it's like a, <laughs> a set photo or whatever where he's like just talking to like one of the people that are working on set. and so. But it's just, it's just something weird about seeing a, 
80-year-old man still dressed up as Indiana Jones. Even if it is Harrison Ford, I don't know. Looks more like a cosplay than an actual Yeah, he looks character. like he's just like, where's the... Like, you think he'll be extra salty in this movie like he was as Han Solo? He probably. He's going to be like, well, here we go. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just feel um, I'm just ready to get like that bad taste washed out of my mouth. It's been like however many years now, like over 10 years. Yeah, that's been but, a while mm-hmm. since Chris, Crystal Skull. Was that like 2006? I have no idea. I can't even remember. I remember I just watched it in theaters. Um when I was younger and I had a bootleg of it that my dad got from the flea market. Oh yeah. So it was like terrible quality. So you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) So it was the actual movie. (laughs) No, it it was, it had, it's like ups and downs, right? I think just cut out like the swinging vine thing, cut out (laughs) some aliens, just kind of leave it. I like the ant part. That was cool. The what part? I think they buried them, their whole bodies underneath. Yeah. Underground except for their heads. heads. And then there's like all these. Yeah. Just cut out the very end part. And then, um, cut out the vine swinging and you're good just leave it as a to be continued and let it go from there i'm excited for indy 5 i just don't i'm kind of nervous for the future of it because i think that they're going to try to capitalize on it and mm-hmm. put like a chris pratt that's what they were trying a, to yeah, do right? when, when for, chris pratt was hot for like three years and he was like in every movie a chris pratt being talked to about i would have liked to see him take the reins in that other than the jurassic world i I don't think oh, he yeah. he did that movie any justice. It was just whatever. I don't, There's still I don't think he had much more. to work with, honestly, yeah. with those. Yeah. So yeah, Indy Five. I don't know. I just I I saw that there was that image that surfaced, and it was just it's interesting. I guess that they're finally making it because they've been talking about making that for years now. So it's like I didn't think it was ever going to actually happen. Their deadline is now being like hardened because of. They might lose Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like in <laughs> however many years, just because. How like, many mm-hmm. how many times are you gonna approach me about Indy Five? Yeah. Well, he's been crazy too. You know, he tried to like, uh, he almost crashed in a plane, um, like two years ago, flying mm-hmm. in the wrong way. He just doesn't know how to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. He needs an indie movie to level him out. Yeah. I think the only thing that he was actually really excited to be in la- last time I saw him was Blade Runner. Oh yeah, yeah. he yeah. actually looked like oh look he wants to be back. Well, and it's in the all of his interviews. It's like, what are they gonna do? Fire him? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You can tell he like hates doing press. Yeah, it's so funny though. Like I will, I will always watch an interview with him because he just doesn't care. Yeah. Like he doesn't care about Star Wars like at all. He just like they'll ask him a question and you just yeah. he'll just be like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so any other movie news? Well, what do you guys feel about the rumors with uh, Jurassic World and the Fast and the Furious franchise <laughs> crossing over? Yeah, so we're or is it, is it rumors mean, or is after, there any substantial like... After space, I feel like dinosaurs is the only <laughs> next logical step, right? I guess. Dinosaurs in space? Where else are you going to go? You, you take shot it for to the moon. space and yeah. you take it back in time. Is yeah. that movie already out, the new Fast movie? I don't no, know. No, not yet. Okay, because I, I know. Okay, I don't know if they actually go to space, but they like are in the atmosphere. Yeah, so I wonder if by the next movie they'll be on the moon, and then the next movie they'll be dinosaurs. And how do they like? How does the car wheels spin in space? They like it's, it's like, like Mario Kart Eight they style. They like reverse. Oh, they, they just turn mm-hmm. sideways. Yeah, <laughs> turn sideways. So, so we're on hovercrafts. We're on number nine, right? Yep, Fast Nine. Fast nine. 
So the ugly poster. So like by fast smoke. ten, fast ten, they they end number nine, and they they pull up and they're like, oh, like you know our our business endeavors have gone to space for whatever reason. Dot dot <laughs> dot whatever. And then they go, you know what? No, they turn to Ludacris. Ludacris says, I know a guy. They sh- <laughs> they pull right up to Elon Musk. Oh, Elon gosh. Musk joins the team. <laughs> he's and he he's oh, in, yeah he invents his like Tesla space shuttle thing, and then. There you go. Flying cars. It's all a marketing scheme. Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, fast no. 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for movie news, though, before we... No, I, yeah, I don't think there's too much to really touch on at this point, but... We're all super excited for Luca. Yeah, Luca. And that's just going to be free on Disney+. Plus. It's not going to be a premium. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for whatever reason, Pixar movies aren't getting this um, charge, like this double charge, um, which is pretty refreshing, especially after Soul. Soul did really well. Yeah, and that one was free. Um, but that's why I kind of paused um, my Disney Plus um, watching because I was waiting for Raya. So now that I know that it is free, I'll watch it. Um, and I will do the same with Corella, but I will for sure check out Luca. I think though, even, even if I had to pay for it, I think I would pay for Luca just because it is a Pixar movie and they haven't really let us down. They maybe twice. They did. Um, I recently partner with, was it like HelloFresh or, uh, I I think it's actually Blue Apron or something like that. Um, some Italian meals, um, from the movie so that you can get that sent to your house and you can prepare them oh, and cool. like uh, get ready for the premiere of Luca. And that's, that sounded pretty cool to me. I wish I would have known. Uh, yeah. We're a hella fresh family, but that sounds really cool. I might have to try that out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely have to like, you know, get, get the, get some kind of menu going for Luca, maybe some pastas or some, definitely some kinds of, some kind of breads, some uh, kind of fish. Yeah. fish people no I, i'm not gonna go fish because <laughs> of like my sensitivity towards the subject matter yeah you know but maybe <laughs> i don't know i'm not really a, a big fish guy anyways but have you all seen the trailer for luca or the trailers i think there's a couple now. yeah there's a few trailers out now i've seen maybe two of them i don't know how many trailers there are out for it but yeah i've seen the trailer what you guys think of the trailer it looks good very call me by your name <laughs> yeah Fish. yeah exactly it's my uh, only like reference to italian yeah culture that i even know probably the animation style looks way different for pixar did you guys feel yeah, the same does. way it the does. character design looks a lot more um spherical a lot more like sleek yeah um shiny yeah yeah it's just more cartoony yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, which is kind of odd that they would. Yeah, pick, Pixar normally yeah. doesn't stray too far from their just clean 3D, like cartoon yeah. aesthetic that they have. Mm-hmm. I think they even show like one of the parents or something, right? He doesn't really have like a mouth; it just has like a mustache. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting choice, but well, that's just Italian people oh. in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it looks it looks different. Uh, I'm. I'm still looking forward to it, though. I mean, it's a new Pixar movie. Yeah, super excited about future Pixar movies and stuff, and uh, looking forward to like trying to get to, together a watch party and 
maybe talk a little bit more about Pixar movies and have have a fully um, dedicated um, episode just to talk about all that kind of stuff. So um, I think that's pretty much it for this one. We've kind of covered a bunch of the stuff. Uh, we've got Matt finally back in here. So it was a... Uh, <laughs> It's a bit, a bit more of a conversation than we're used to having, um, so, but we're glad to have them back. Um, thanks for checking us out and listening to the episodes and re-listening. Uh, our numbers are continuing to grow, and that is very um, – it just, it just makes us feel pretty good because we put a lot of effort into uh, watching these things and um, editing and compiling all this information and stuff. So um, thanks, you for – listening and thank you for engaging with us on every kind of platform that we have you can always hit us up at take me to your theater on instagram um where can they find us on twitter victor at vicky marmar (laughs) you could could follow my my pin business at ursa major supply grab some pins grab some patches for yourself or your family (laughs) you want to plug the the podcast account as well as your uh, <laughs> yeah so the podcast if i'm not mistaken is a t-m-t-y-t uh podcast is it is a podcast yeah right? t-m-t-y-t podcast uh on twitter uh and then i forget my twitter name i think it's just flying gauchito if you're if you're interested uh i don't you know i don't post as much as the uh theater account and i don't know follow me don't i don't <laughs> Twitter's whatever. Instagram, Tyler.byram. You can find me there. And then my socials are immanning24 on um, Twitter. My name on there is Quilton Tertino. And uh, my Instagram's immanning24. It's a lot of usernames. But more importantly, follow us all on Letterbox. All that information can be found on our Instagram page. So uh, just type in Take Me to Your Theater on Instagram and just look at one of our archives. It says Letterbox, and it'll tell you all the information that you need to follow us and find out what's going on. Um, thank you to everybody in the Discord, um, constantly talking about movies and uh, different kind of things, um, whether it's movie-related or just uh, entertainment in general. Um, we are pretty much found everywhere, even on uh, TikTok and on Reddit. So if any of those appeal to you, go ahead and leave us a follow. And where can they uh, join the Discord? You can join the Discord. There is a link on our Instagram, right in our bio. There is a link to the Middle Seat Movie Club. Um, you just click, uh, go ahead and click on that link and, uh, there are just like a bunch of little side channels and just start posting, um, in the, whatever channels you want. We got anything from Disney to A24 to horror. Um, I hope to see you interacting on there. So thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Thank you everyone. Goodbye. Bye. See you later.